Hey, thank you and welcome back to another episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. We are here and we are going to talk today about a couple of pressing issues for me. But before I do that, I would be remiss if I did not thank E-Digger and the cannabis nurse Ashley W.G., for coming on and being such great co-hosts for the Millennials Anonymous Ring Fridays two weeks prior. And because they were so awesome, we actually created a show together. So E-Digger and I are actually have a show which is called Brunching with E-Digger and Lease, which airs on Facebook through Charm City Direct TV live and also on YouTube and Periscope. So if you want to take a look and check it out, maybe you said, I'm tired of hearing her voice, but I don't mind seeing her and hearing her voice at the same time. So if you want to do that, check us out. We're going to have some really interesting topics this upcoming week. So we're going to talk about Marshawn Lynch. We're going to talk about uh, a lot of the issues that are going on in America right now. And we are going to talk a little bit about relationships. We're going to talk about open relationships. Are they really a bad thing or can they be a good thing? Especially if you're in a long-term relationship. So I'm excited about it. So please tune in for that. I also want to let you know that LWC... Uh, LLC or consultants will be at Enoch Pratt Library on this upcoming Thursday. So that's the next Thursday, giving out free career information. So if you need a jizzob or you want to improve the jizzob that you have, please come out and get some very free information. I will be there. You can actually meet me in person. And so that would be the Hamilton Branch of Enoch Pratt Library, which is on Harford Road. So come on, take a look at their website. You do have to register in advance, but it's an easy thing to do. So just go on to www.enochprattfreelibrary.com and click on the schedule and you can pull up the Hamilton branch. So with all of that being said, and with all that, well, I got one more thing. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I know you're like, what is you doing? We have a back-to-school drive that millennials are giving back. So it's Millennials Give, and that will be on August 17th. So we're giving out book bags, and this is something that was uh, brought to conception by Miss V or the Miss V Mix show that's on RadioOnFire.com. So shout out to her as well. She's been absolutely amazing. A very sweetheart. I'm glad that I've gotten a chance to meet her. So the millennials will be out there. Also Made It Foundation will also be there giving out book bags and doing the daggone thing. So I'm excited about it. And we want anybody who wants to donate to that to please reach out to uh, Millennials Anonymous on Facebook. Just direct message. Or you can email at lisa at leasewinnie.com. All right. So with all of that being said, let's move right along into the actual topics of today. So the very first topic that we're going to talk about is degrees. And the reason why we're going to talk about degrees today is because there's something that happened in the sports world. So there has been an agent, one of the top agents in the sports world. He has clients such as LeBron James and Zion Williamson, and he just inked it like a $100 million deal with Nike. So clearly this guy is doing something right. And his agency has uh, decided that he doesn't have a degree and they need him to have one in order to do a job that he's already doing. So the question then becomes, do we need to get someone to get a degree for a job that they're already doing? Or is that something that is is a little overkill. And in my 
opinion i think it's a little overkill depending on the industry so i had this conversation with someone else and they were saying like it's absolutely ridiculous you know i think that it's all like a gimmick by the schools to get more money now pause yes is the college industry or universities industry a business it absolutely is you can have anybody tell you oh we are a a not-for-profit institution it is a business not-for-profit is just a tax status it doesn't make your whatever you're doing any less a business it is a business so yes they need more people to go to college in order to make money because if people don't go to the colleges and universities they don't make any money So with that being said, I agree with them in some ways. However, I think that there are certain instances where you do need a degree. If you are a doctor, if you're going to be my doctor, I need for you to have as many degrees as you can get. I need you to go to as many classes as you need to. If you are a scientist coming up with some cancer cures and all that, I need you to be in them books hitting them books heavy. I want you to be at every college, the 101, 102, 405, 605, 607. I want you in all them classes. You hear me? However, however, listen, listen, universities, come close. If you are doing something that is business related, you can learn that on your own hear me out because college gives you implied knowledge right they don't really give you the application of knowledge so you never actually apply it to anything you just get it so it's implied that you have the knowledge because you sat through these classes however you've never actually done anything that shows that you actually have acquired a skill so here's what i mean in, in things like medicine and science, you have to actually be doing something while you're in college. You have to go to an internship, you know, and it's required. Business, there's going to be very, it's going to be very difficult for you to learn business in a college. And I'm just talking to you from experience. I have a, a business degree. I learned most of the stuff I needed to know outside of college. Most of the stuff that I learned about business that was actually made me successful, I did not learn in a book. I did not learn in a classroom. I learned the way everybody else learned, and it was by trial and error. Now, in business, in the business world, you're not making or breaking a life. You, you, there's nothing that you can do that would break something that would cause pain to everybody else i mean unless it's like enron like i mean he took a lot of people money and everything you know what i mean but but besides stuff like that there's nothing you could do that would not or could not be undone so the fact that you they're trying to say that you need a degree for something that's business related i think is a cop-out i think that the colleges realize that they have all of these business degrees mbas and all of that And what they realize is that a lot of people who didn't have the MBAs were actually more successful than the people that had the MBAs. So then what? Now it's going to be kind of hard for you to justify why, especially if I'm going to an Ivy League school, why am I paying $90,000 or $100,000 for this degree when I could just get it on this stuff on my own? Like you see people that either went to college or never went to college, like a Bill Gates or, um, of course, these they are the exception. They are not the rule. A Bill Gates or Mark Zuckerberg who 
didn't they don't have college degrees and they managed to get these big huge businesses that are thriving so it makes you wonder like do you need a degree for everything and I would say no I think that that's one of the reasons why the college industry has become so inflated and that's why the cost has gone up because I've said this time and time again there's plenty of degrees out there that do not need to exist I, I'm you can call me, whoever, the whatever higher education commission. You can you can call me. You can email me. It's lisa at leaswinnie.com. There are certain degrees that still de- are around today that do not need to exist. It is time for us to upgrade what we're teaching in schools. There are things that you can learn on your own. They do not need to be a degree. I do not and should not be paying on average $40,000 for something that I'm not going to be able to really use anyway because most of the time in those types of positions when it's in business or sales like really what they're asking you for a degree is can you sit through a class and hear somebody talk and perhaps write somewhat decent can you write where I can understand it that that's really what you're asking I mean but one of the ways around that is Have you sit through a long interview process and have me write something and have you read it? So if that's really what you want, like you don't need me to have a degree. I don't need to take 10 sciences and an English and a history class. And I don't need to do all of that in order for me to be able to learn the sales model. Period. So I, I don't agree. I believe that you can become a sports agent without having a degree so apparently this guy is doing very well like he's been able to negotiate contracts he's been able to be you know very salesy and acquire clients why you need a degree now I don't know like I said I think it's because sometimes in certain industries the people who are most successful don't have degrees and it makes people wonder do I need this degree which therefore does impact their money now degrees hold much weight much value in this society and more and more people will need them as time goes on but I think we do need to look at why we keep pushing for degrees and things that you don't need and I agree if somebody's been and he's been doing the job for a long time if you've been doing a job for a couple years I think that it's wrong for companies to now say okay now you need a degree to do this job after you've been doing it for some years it's just one of those things where to me when you see that it's you're trying to get a certain type of individual in the door because it's not necessarily a necessity for you to have so on in my case in the matter I do not think you need a degree in order to be a sports agent that is business related I think most business related things need to be learned actually outside of the books because that's really where you're gonna learn because you can read all the books in the world but if you can't actually practically apply it it means nothing especially in the business world so you need to be able to do both And in college, they don't necessarily make you do a business intern. And because business is so broad. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so broad. But I think we do need to to reconsider because we we do have some some BAs out there that really, I'm not going to get into which ones because I don't want y'all writing me saying, am I degree? But there are some BAs out there that just do not need to exist. Okay? So don't get mad at me. 
But anyway, moving on to to (laughs) the next topic. We're going to talk about remakes. Okay, so I was reading today, and we're talking about remakes of movies and music. I was reading today that they're actually bringing back Home Alone. I did not see, because it was about, you know, what Macaulay Culkin thought about it. I, I didn't get to see exactly what his feelings were on it, on the matter. I believe his feelings were probably positive, given the fact that that's where he made most of his money. Besides, I mean, my girl, I guess, did okay. But really, most people know him from Home Alone and being with Michael Jackson. So here's the thing. I'm really getting a little tired of the remakes. And I'm not saying anything is wrong with, with remaking a film. And I was a, I'm was still strongly um, agree with Disney if when they're bringing back some of these movies and they're making them live action to put other people at uh, different cultures and you know into the film so I'm very strong believer in that however I am not a strong believer in live action movies I feel like some of the movies that they're doing with these live action movies is a bit much um just like with the Lion King even if you saw my my you know review on that it it was just the point that and everybody else was thinking what I was thinking even though I put you know mine out on Thursday as soon as I saw it I was like I gotta do a review but it was one of those things where it needed to be a cartoon, just like I said, because it was one of those, you cannot make a live action National Geographic movie and not expect it to be dry. None of the children in the theater really, they, everybody kept kind of losing interest in it, the kids. And the movie was for the kids. And that's why I also asked, like, is this for us, the millennials that grew up on this, or is this for our children? Because kids not gonna watch that and even me after a while I was like all right where are we going with this like some of the stuff in the film was a little long-winded and it was like okay well this is taking longer than it should and it was because they didn't have those big dance numbers because they was daggone lions so it was just like lions talking Disney listen we don't need no more live action remakes like let's let that go we don't need no remakes period like for some reason Disney has gone back in the vault and they say, we don't want these films out here no more. We, we need new films because we need that new money. And we got this new streaming service. So we got to make sure we got some movies to keep going on there. But I'm like, look, Disney, there are so many other stories that have not been told. Can we tell some different stories, please? Like, I don't want to see no more live action nothing. Don't they? I was going to say don't live action Snow White, but they've already done that. But don't. Please don't live action Hercules. Please don't live action The Princess and the Frog. Please don't. I, I don't need you to li- live action these movies. I'm I'm done with them. Like, let's let those movies stay cartoons. Let them be. Let's come up with some new ideas. I, I don't want to see the live action version of Toy Story down the road. Even though I think that's Pixar. Which I'm not sure. Is Pixar under Disney? I don't know. I don't think it is. But maybe it is. It could be. It might be. But I I don't want to see it in a live action. I don't want to see nobody in no day going, you know, live action people in in costumes walking around talking about, I'm Woody. Come on. And that's what she said. Let me me stop. But, you know, I, I really don't want that. And I think that it's getting to the point where it's getting a little ridiculous with the live actions and the creativity is dead like I think now that we have so listen 
I think it's because we have so much technology now, we can't imagine anymore. We have so many things at our fingertips that we can't imagine anymore because everything is can be created. And so it's very hard for us to use our imagination to create new content, to create new ideas, because we're just pretty much recycling the old ideas, but trying to jazz them up so now that we have the technology to do so. If you're a millennial and you listen to this, remember growing up, growing up, you had to go outside and pretend like we went outside and we was pretending like we had we would we played with toys like actual toys like dolls or army men or little figurines we played with toys or if you like my cousin they played with fingernails polishes and they made them like people which was a little weird but whatever it was imagination nonetheless And we had to use our imagination in order to create stories. And we had our own storylines and our own little plots. And we had to go outside. You know, you had a fort. And, you know, we, we did that type of stuff. So our brain, our juices and our brains was flowing. And we could come up with stuff creatively. Now, these people and children that is coming out now, they can't imagine anything. Because, like I said, the technology has, I think it's eroded. I think it's eroded the creativity part. Because I'm like, why is it that we can't come out with new stuff? Like, where is that at? Like, I want to see something new. I want to see something fresh. Like I I said, I've been hearing songs that got remade. And it's the same songs that I heard back in the 99 and the 2000s. It's the same song to the point where it's not even, it's not a remake. It's a remix. It's the same song. The same song. The same beat and everything. It's the same. It's the same song. Like in, it, it's one of those things. Like Cardi did it with um, Project Pat song. Uh, Trina just did it. Her and Nicki Minaj with the Cash Money song. Like I'ma need y'all to get it together like it's one of them things where we we need some creativity because we we sampled no mind you our artists sampled like a lot of those songs you heard biggie do and tupac do those beats came from somewhere else but when by the time they made the song they added uh, some other layers into the beat and the record so that it sounded like a different record and they didn't use the same hook in the record so it became a whole different song not the same it wasn't the same song like i i just it's one of them things where technology is beautiful but sometimes i think it's taken away from the things that we can do naturally as people because you need creativity you know what i mean you need to be able to believe and to make up something well we don't want to make up something we got somebody in the White House that likes to make up stuff all the time. So I'm not talking about that. We don't want to lie. We don't want to lie. But we do <laughs> need people to be creative, to create new stories and new ideas. And it doesn't mean that some stories can't be remade and retold. I don't mind that. But what I do mind is every single story or movie or song has a remake now that is pretty much the same film or it's like you have 20 of the same film. So we on at least the 9,000th Avengers movie. Like, let's let that go, okay? 
Avengers that's that's gone, that's dead in the grave. It's you you didn't avenged all you can avenge. Let that go. It let let it go. Let it go. Like let it go. And I think there should be a cap. I think every film should have like a two like a two movie minimum. Meaning like you got the first one, you got the sequel, let it go. Cuz I've never seen a film where the the third film was better than the first film. Now, I have seen it where the third film was better than the second film, but I've never seen it where the third film was better than the first film. So, we need to make sure that we... Let's let it go. Two, two film cap. So, that means that you got to put y'all all in that second film so that it's, it's good by the time it gets to the public. Make it good. But I'm, I'm tired of the remakes. Disney, if you're going to remake Home Alone, listen to me, Disney. I don't want... What happened with the Lion King? And the only reason why I gave the Lion King good marks is because I don't want my Beehive membership revoked. Okay? And that the graphics were beautiful. But, if I'm being honest, the film was kind of dry. It was kind of flat, okay? Now listen, Disney. All my millennials watching, just be, be quiet for a minute. This is for Disney. If you gonna remake Home Alone, it better be good because that movie was an absolute childhood classic. You, you hear me? I don't want to see anybody play the role of Kevin beside somebody that can bring some charismaticness. So I made that up. To the role. I want to see somebody play the mom just as good as the original person that played the mom. If you cannot deliver. So, I mean, when y'all in the cut room and y'all like, I don't think this that good. Do not pull a Lion King on us. Do not pull a bad boy two on us and I love bad boys but I'm not gonna lie to you the second one was not as good as the first one although there were a couple parts in it that were funny it was not as good as the first one and now I'm kind of scared to see the third one because I'm glad that Gabrielle Union although I like Gabrielle I felt like her character in that film shouldn't have been there so I don't want to see I don't want to see people trying to be Will Smith and Martin. Like, I don't want to see his son come, like, let... Woo! Disney, listen. If you're gonna remake it, it better be good. Because if it's not, we boycotting all Disney movies, and we ain't watching none ever again unless you replaying the original or y'all start coming up with some new stuff. Now, if y'all want to hire me to help y'all come up with some new concepts and ideas, I'm open, Disney. I'm open. Y'all pay good over there. And anyway, that was my thing to Disney. And oh, one last thing. Don't make that film real long. Don't do that. Don't drag it out. I don't need extra context about what it was like to be in the house by himself. Like, don't do that. 
That being said, I'm gonna move on because that has gotten my blood boiling about these remakes that seem to keep popping up and we keep getting films on top of films like the Fast and the Furious. Let that go. Let it go. I don't want to see no more Fast and No Furiouses. I, I, I'm, you know, was was sad when, I can't think of his name right now, when he passed away. That was very sad. But I think that you should leave the Fast and the Furious. Like, it's going to be Fast and the Furious grandparents. Like, I don't want to see no old people driving around in no Buicks and no Cadillacs. Talking about they got to go to the store to get their Depends. Like, I, I don't, don't know. Let that go. It's done. Don't make no more. I don't want to see no spinoffs. Some Hobbs and whatever that guy name. I don't want to see that. Let that go. It's done. The millennials have spoken. It's done. Like, we the, we the biggest people in the workplace right now. Biggest pool. Which means we got... Well, I will say we got the most money. But they, <laughs> they said we didn't. So, well... We we trying to get the most money, right? And we ain't gonna watch it. All the millennials, we gonna boycott y'all if y'all don't get it together. Movie studios. I don't wanna see nothing else remade. Two cap minimum on the movies. We done. But before we go, since I'm on that, because I could talk about that all day, because you see how passionate I am about it. I want to let y'all know, again, tune in tomorrow, because today is Thursday. Yeah, I'm recording on a Thursday. Tune in tomorrow so that you can see, see me, see me on Charm City Direct TV. And you're like, well, how do I get to Charm City? Oh, I'm glad you asked. So here's how you get there. If you go and log into your Facebook or YouTube, whichever one you choose, or Periscope, all you have to do is tap on that search button, put in Charm City Direct TV, and it will pop right up. And it's live. Then also hit the subscribe button so you can see other live videos. And if you're at work and you're like, man, I can't watch that live, the replays will be on Millennial Anonymous Podcast. So you can tap that search button, go on to Facebook, tap on Millennial Anonymous Podcast, or you can go to YouTube and tap Millennials Anonymous Podcast. And it'll pop right up so you can watch the replay. So it's that simple. So please watch it tomorrow. That's Brunching with E. Digger and Lee's. We're going to have an amazing guest on. I keep saying Poetic Lob, but it might be actually Poetic L.A. Because I didn't actually hear her pronounce her name. And I'm excited to meet her. She is a comedian and poet extraordinaire. And so I'm super excited to hear and to meet her. So watch tomorrow. Like I said, we're going to be talking about a lot of great topics. And you don't just hear me ranting and raving you will actually have other people talking too so this has been another episode of millennial anonymous podcast thank you for tuning in bye